What was that? Not my little gumdrop buttons. Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight. We are a 5th edition real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We get together once a week to play the game that we all love. And today we're spanning the entire country. We've got one in Florida, one in Oklahoma, and three out in California going to Disneyland. And other places. We're special, you know. <laughs> let's pick up where we left off last time, because we left in a hurry. So, let's see. What were we doing? Uh, Ghostslinger, I haven't made you do it in a while, and you said us, uh, so you have to do it. Uh, we fought Zabuza. I remember that. Zabuza. We got the thing. We closed the portal. I almost died. That was, that was interesting. That's all I know. Is there wind? I remember being very indecisive, not being able to make up my mind about the portal. Hey, did you ever solve your water problems? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> More or less. Not here yet. So the water's still off to the house and you guys are living out of the pool? Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's where I take my showers. What? No, I, we put a clamp on the thing. We just don't have water to the fridge. <laughs> okay, we'll pick up from where we left off last time. We were fighting Zabuza. Where were we fighting Zabuza? In the mines of Moria. <laughs> that is probably copyrighted. In the Underdark. Yes, deep in the Underdark. Underneath the mines of Aberdeen. The gem mines of Aberdeen. I knew it was mines of somewhere. <laughs> that's because that's what dwarves do. Dwarves mine gems. Yeah, that's they don't have a very multifaceted life. Hi ho! Yes, Zabuza turned into a tree to dodge Jessica's attack. Then he plunged himself into darkness and started to run away. I can't read that bit because you guys don't get to know that. Who's that guy? Brandon, roll a d twenty. Uh uh oh, that means I gotta find. Oh wait. A d twenty. We need to move this because my dice are in there. My dice are in the box. I thought we knew this. You won't need them. It doesn't matter. A d20. Uh, that's a 16. But what am I adding to it? 16. Add your perception. Uh, that is a 16. Okay, that's fine. You were all plunged into darkness. Magical darkness. Darkness that not even your darkness-seeing eyes could see through. Oh no, my special eyes. Yes, yep. your special eyes were unable to penetrate how dark this dark is. Either the dark vision does not help me here. It was as black as Zebus's heart. And then a moment later, the blackness recedes and you can again see. But you feel like it was moving away from you. Hmm. Let's chase the darkness. Oh, I forgot we weren't quite done with the fight, were we? You see the... Who's left alive? The Minotaur, and a dead Durgar, and and another Durgar who is charging forwards. I have no idea where we were in the initiative order. It must have been here. I think it's Asharis' turn. Asharis, what do you do? Uh, what's alive? The Minotaur and what? You see the Minotaur and a Durgar, and there's... Merlin, did you turn on your light so that the area is lit up now that you've all been found and whatnot? Is your staff glowing? Yes, I, I have. Uh, I do have light. Then Merlin, you guys see Merlin is standing there with his staff of bright light. 
and there is a sphere of darkness moving away from you, headed towards the door. Oh, no. And that part doesn't light up? No, it is impenetrable, even to your magical staff of light. So it's an entity. It's Zappa, I believe. It's the evil. The evil is walking away. Demon! <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> so, go ahead, Asharis. So what tells you for me? There is a Minotaur who is attacking Brandon, and there is a Durgar who has just been revealed from inside the darkness. And are you almost dead, or did we save you? I am mostly alive. I think that she got healed towards the end of the last episode by a valiant Brandon Branderson. I'm yes. at like 17, I believe. And Brandon's not doing so good either. I can't read. Did she get hit again? I gave her 25. I can't read. So I don't know. I never learned to read. No, like, um, what I meant by that is, like, the the handwriting's so sloppy I can't read it. Well, then you only have 17 as punishment for not writing down your health accurately enough to be able to read it. I mean, I I have, it's on the sheet. I have no choice. Uh, it's your own. Stop writing on yourself. No. Okay, so Brandon is doing badly. Brandon only has like four health or something. I have 14, which is pretty low for me. I have healing powers also. And how dead? Why does everyone have healing powers? Merlin does not have healing powers. Merlin has <laughs> medicine, which means that he can stabilize someone when they die with perception or with, uh, what's it called? Proficiency. You can't heal people. You can make <laughs> healing potions to heal people. Darn! Give <laughs> some medicine. Uh, he doesn't need it yet. So, cough drop. how dead is the Duragar is what's attacking him? The Duragar is bleeding pretty heavily, and the Minotaur's bow... Or actually, he's not made of bones. So, yeah, he's bleeding pretty good, too. They're both not in very good shape. So, at the moment, there's two... Not look good looking bad guys, two not very good looking good guys, and then two good guys who really haven't been hit all that much. I'm disappointed. Yeah, you I should haven't... get hit more. Please get hit more. Oh, for the, me? For the tank, I haven't been hit at all. Well, you have another <laughs> tank, which is why Brandon's not doing very well. Yes, yes. So. Uh, it's so a you can't heal? Minotaur. No, I can't. I have medicine. It's a Minotaur. He makes. He makes. Uh, healing potions that then he gives to people like their medicine. See, that's how he heals people. So can I give away a pie and still have my stuff, or does that... You are holding two swords. <laughs> you describe for me how you take the time to get out a pie. <laughs> and throw it! <laughs> Maybe she spears it in her bag. Oh, she just stabs it so that she can be like, have a pie, and then slings it across the sword. I see. Yeah. I see how that works. Yeah. She's like, she's very good swordsman, so, like, I don't think that would be that hard. Did you already use your Healy thing on, uh, on Ghost Slinger? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. I used one healing. I think I can use another healing. Oh, I have four spell slots, so. Yeah, see, this seems much easier than pie. Pie would work for after the fight when you want to heal up. No, no, just, just do the pie idea. It's fun. Here. It's great, Please. right? It's great comic relief here. Take the sword and remove the pie and throw it. We need our comic relief characters. I I still have two level one spell slots. 
I can probably I have cure wounds I can cast on myself. That's what I have as well. But I don't know when my turn's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm it's concerned gonna be about. This soon. this guy hits pretty hard, right? Didn't he take out? Oh yeah, if he hits me again, I'm dead. Okay. Yeah, no, if he hits any of us. Well then I will use one I will use my spell to uh cure wounds. Hear wounds. Cure wounds. I heard here. So then that still leaves me one spell spot. She can officially hear the wounds speaking. I can hear what the wounds say. So then you are here. What do the wounds say? The wounds say. It's obvious. They say, ouch. <laughs> I'm a wound sayer. <laughs> um, I'm looking for my spell thingy. So I will know what it says to do why don't you use the five thing? Because Derek said not to. <laughs> I said it makes a lot more sense to not use the pie thing. You guys can eat pie afterwards. <laughs> no. We love, we love pie. If you want to switch to be a comedy D&D podcast, we can do that. But that means we have to be a comedy thing. We have to be funny all the time. We could have cheesecake instead of pie. Oh, yeah, we could have cheesecake. Literally. We just found the cheesecake factory. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're not going to get to eat there at all, though. Okay, so a creature touch. How close am I? Can I get there? Good question. Who remembers where anyone was at the end of the week? I don't remember where. I feel like you and I were together. I feel like you will be able to get where you're going because Zabuza isn't between you guys anymore. Or he's not there to stab you for moving out of a threatened square. He's not threatening Uh you. So, yes, you can get to him. You can get close enough to touch him. Okay. A number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. How come I can never remember what my spellcasting ability modifier is? Because it's never required. Because it's not your dexterity, which is what we use for everything because you're a ranger. Oh, wouldn't that be great if she could use her dexterity as her spellcasting modifier? (laughs) Okay, so... I need to roll the d20. No, you just have to roll the d8. Okay. It just happens. Oh, I leveled up. You told me that. That's right. Yeah, we've already added that. I know, but I uh, I forgot that gives me... I have an aura ability now. Well, you also have eight hit points plus whatever Asharis' spellcasting ability modifier is. You rolled an eight? Yes. Wow. Maximum healing. Maximum Uh, effort. That's not what we sing here. Crud, I don't have a... a uh, wisdom, wisdom, so two, so ten. So you get ten, ten. Ralph. Put you 24, I think. You might live! <laughs> okay, might I'm just gonna... Live. I'll write him down over here, because I don't have a pencil. It would stink if he died. Well, I mean, you guys have healing potions, you could get him back up. Okay, so then I can use my other turn to hit the thing? Let's see, use... You use one action to give... To touch him with the healing spell... You have one action remaining, which means you can either hit the thing twice and Blinky doesn't get to go, or you can have Blinky go. I will hit the thing twice. Hit the thing twice. What is it? Fifteen. Plus the stuff. I think you can command Blinky to move for free if you want him to move anywhere. Move yourself over there, dog. Let's see. You rolled a fifteen. Plus all the stuff? Yes. Plus some stuff. It's plus five, so nineteen. Plus 5 to 15 is 20. Oh, okay, 15, 5. Plus 3 for proficiency, so 23. Yeah, that's good. 
Roll some damages. So, um, if I move Blinky in front of me, then if something tries to attack me, he'll attack it, right? If something moves past him, so like that Duragar that's coming up behind you guys, if you send Blinky to stand next to it, it'll either have to attack Blinky, or if it leaves Blinky behind to come attack you guys, Blinky will get to attack him. Okay, I want to do that. Send Blinky over there. All right, Blinky goes to guard your backside as this Duragar, as you've turned to face the mighty Minotaur. So is this my offhand weapon? No, it's your main hand weapon, and then your offhand weapon. So where is my one I just... So it should be the longsword. Yes. Five. Plus five, so ten damage? Does that sound right? Yes. All right, ten damage. Oh, he drops down to one knee. He's about to die. Murder. Offhand attack? Mm, Thirteen. Plus the stuff. So... Plus eight. So twenty. That's good. Roll damage. Do you really need 20 to hit it? You have been inconvenienced. Inconvenienced. You now live in a Five more damage. Plus your dexterity modifier because you're that weird class that's a tank ranger. So (laughs) do you want to describe for me what it looks like as this big Minotaur falls down dead? Okay, so the short sword. We slice his head off. (laughs) Leaping through the air. Like, run up his back and finish him! We use the long sword to cut this way and the short sword to cut this way and his head comes off! <laughs> and then he screams! He can't you scream can't now. scream if you don't have lungs no more. Yes, you can! <laughs> the Minotaur falls down dead. <laughs> then it's the Duragar's turn, who is now staring down a blinky. Don't forget the Durgar is huge compared to Blinky right now. So oh, he is yeah, going to... Blinky going to die. <laughs> He's going to strike at Blinky uh, with a d20 if I can find one. Uh-oh. That is a 19 to hit. I think that beats his bark skin, doesn't it? I believe so. What is his bark skin? 16, I think. Yeah, it must be as much as mine. So 16. Let's see. It's this die here and then this die here. 14 damage as he gets stepped on by this really big, evil-looking, dark-skinned dwarf. Well, I guess I'm glad that didn't hit any of you. (laughs) I suppose I said dark-skinned. Really, they have kind of like a purpley dark skin. Sounds racist to me. (laughs) Yeah, Derek, it's 2018. (laughs) (laughs) And what have you been? What have you been? I'm not racist. Against dwarves. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Does he do anything else? Does he get to do anything else? Does it say he takes two actions? And what have I been? You've not been a sweetheart. I no, no I have not. No complaints. I, I already think I have not. Can't even compliment her. No, because I know how I've been oh. acting. Look, there's, there's some the pictures camera. coming. There's a camera. It's oh. up there. Oh, there Are you trying to show all that? See little people. Yep, and you see... Around Mr. Branderson. You see that? Oh, his glowing light? Yep. The look on his face. He's like angry. I wish I could see (laughs) this. He's got the light, though. The sweet light around it. All right. I think that's all that the Duragar gets to do. So it falls to Merlin. It's your turn. The Duragar just stepped on Blinky. No. Stepped on Blinky. Why'd you just scream no? The Duragar stepped on Blinky. 
I thought that was the Minotaur. <laughs> well, what? What happened? What is going on? It's terrible. The Duragar got really big and then he stepped on Blinky. Why did he get really big? Wait, what? You don't remember when he got really big? No. Well, then I guess he got a mega mushroom or something. Yes, he totally got a mega mushroom and got real big. That is definitely what happened. Merlin, it's your turn. What do you want to do about this big old Duragar that is uh, approaching you and your... Well, actually, I guess he's not. Well, maybe he stepped on Blinky and then continued walking forward. It's just like, how long, me. how long can I levitate him? How long does levitate last? Ten minutes? That's it? It got me in trouble last time. <laughs> well, yeah, there was an entire city of angry dwarves that you'd levitated one of their comrades. <laughs> All right, well, uh... And threatened to kill him. If I remember, you also threatened to firebolt him. I did. I, I'm thinking now I've got the, uh, the lightning bolt I can use to my, one of my favorites... He's already covered in scrapes and bruises and stuff. He doesn't look like he's so healthy that you uh, need to incinerate him because you already hit him with one lightning bolt. <laughs> I don't want to hurt Blinky either, so... Yeah, what? which one is... Is he on top of the dog? No, Blinky's behind him now. Okay. Then I'll just use my uh, <laughs> mage hands to smack him around. With the intention of doing damage? I'm going to do damage in a second. Let me look here. Uh, magic missile, that's what I meant to say. All right, that'll work. Magic missile, you just have to roll a d4 plus one three times. A d4 plus one? Yep. Okay. Roll a little pyramid and add one to it each time you roll it. I have them over here if you need them. I thought sure I had it right here. Give me a dice. Well, it's a good thing you didn't let me roll it. I rolled snake eyes. I Snake eyes? Ooh. How do you tell? It's standing up. It's the number on the top of the pyramid. It's four. All right, so you do five damage. Roll it again. Three. Plus three, uh, so f- or plus one, so that's five plus four. Roll it again. Four again. Four. It's just the one looking at me, right? Oh, man, another four. So we go to 14 total. That's it. Yep. Do you want to describe what it looks like as these... Uh, oh, my God. The, the missiles hit him. These three magical darts of energy do their work. When those missiles hit, they explode on his face, throwing him backwards. Toppling him down on top of Blinky! <laughs> oh no, not on top of Blinky. Blinded by my powers. <laughs> and the light from my my walking stick is intensified. So we can see clearly that he is falling on his knees, dying. And then he falls over and dies. Okay. Excellent. And you guys see that black orb leave the edge of Merlin's light and disappear off into the darkness. Oh my god. Does it go through a wall? goes through the door. Oh, no. Well, we got to follow that thing. All right, what do you guys want to do? Follow the I want to follow him. We need to catch him and, and whip his butt so we can stop all this nonsense. So you guys look around and you see that the Duragar are laid defeated in their broken stronghold, but you can hear in the distance, ha, 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 ha. Evil left. As Zabuza is racing off into the shadows again, too cowardly to continue facing off against you now that his allies are down. You only think that you've won today. Soon you will see how wrong you are. The dark places are almost ready. Soon we will consume the light of the world as the planes merge and the light will become shadow. Your dragon friends of the Fey and all the fighting you've done only delay the inevitable. I will be waiting for you in the dark, Ghost Slinger. 
Beware! Next time I won't hold back! Ah. Wait, you were holding back? You were holding back? Oh my god. What? Oh no! I hate to see the real thing. That was an evil villain monologue, wasn't it? That was definitely. Shush. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil villain monologue in my world. That's exactly what that was. Shut up! <laughs> you Brandon remember is, that? Brandon is very confused. Who you is it? <laughs> oh my god. Brandon asked who that weirdo is. It's Ghost Slinger's nemesis. He's a demon. Uh, okay, sure. I don't like those. <laughs> Demons are nice, I swear. Is he? Oh, Derek, is he actually a demon? Is no, he a he's creature? not. Is I he? I believe he's not a demon. Uh, okay, because I could do bonus damage to him. I would shut <laughs> him up, and I can track him. I don't think. I don't think you ever hit him. No, I was busy with the Minotaur. Yeah, you were dealing with the really big guy. I was the only one dealing with this man. So you guys are in a... Durgar Fortress with a whole bunch of skeleton bones, like, scattered all over the place, because when the portal broke, the skeletons all stopped moving and fell apart. Let's pick up all the skeleton bones. Yeah, let's loot the bodies. What do we find? Oh, good question. Skeleton bones. Oh, I never think about that. A really big axe on the Minotaur. Ooh. Some war picks on the Duragar, and I have to find that one particular page in the book I don't have. This is what happens when I don't prepare. This is the first time and hopefully the last time. What's that axe is it? Mom, <laughs> we hate that movie. <laughs> Got it. I'm going to say, oh, wow, you're now this level. So, I gotta roll. Somebody roll me a D100! Let me do it! I love that. Which one's the 100? Forget. I got a 100! I don't believe you. I swear I got a 100. Do her dice both say zero? Yes. You mean zeros or 100? Yeah. I thought they were nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Does it really? Oh my god! Yes, it's sweet. I can show her that. Well, anybody can show me a zero. Okay, wait. You rolled one die? Yes, just a singular die. Okay, roll another one. Why? Because that's, that's a D hundred. Yes, you have to roll two D ten in order to be a D one hundred. Wait, you have to roll two D Roll the one that doesn't have two zeros on it. Roll the one that just has oh, one zero oh. on it now. Yeah, one of them's the ten place and the other one's the ones place. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a twelve. Yeah, roll one first this for your one. first number. This funky shape. Yes. Okay. You gotta pick which one's which number no, first. No, she rolled the tens because she rolled... Zero, zero. Zero, zero. So what does the one that doesn't have two numbers on it say? Six. So... You rolled a six. So you <laughs> rolled a six, yeah. A six on a D100. That's... You find! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite the opposite of a uh, of hundred. Oh, you find... Can it be like sixty? Wait, wait, you find 2,000 copper pieces scattered amongst these Durgar and... 2,000 copper pieces. 2,000 copper pieces. Like pennies. Yep, those are pennies. That's like a dollar. Well, (laughs) 2,000 of them, let's see, takes 100 to be a thing. That's 20 gold Hmm. worth of copper. That's a lot of copper. Five a piece. Who's going to carry that? Okay. It's all mine now. Now you can never have it. it. What? I don't want to have to carry it. 2,000 copper. You know how heavy that is? (laughs) It goes in the bag of holding. I don't have a donkey anymore. 
she's right. It goes. It seems. It seems as if Asharis starts scooping copper into <laughs> the bag of holding. Yes, give me all the copper. Oh, wow, it's mine now. Do you look for anything else around here? I know you got Asharis. You're carrying the the bracelet that you took off of the throne. Oh, I forgot about that. The evil bracelet. I, I am still looking for saltpeter, sulfur, charcoal. <laughs> he literally has command of magic and could have made a magical bomb, but instead to cho- instead chose to control the forces of lightning out of the sky. But that's not good enough. It. He wants to be able to make a bomb. I don't have the saltpeter. Sulfur? I, I've got... I've got charcoal, I've got a little sulfur, but I don't have the saltpeter yet. Saltpeter? It sounds like a person. Oh my god. What's a saltpeter? Get your mind out of the gutter. We're talking about a person. His name is saltpeter. From the gravestones. We saw some cool gravestones this morning, or yesterday morning. (laughs) Okay, so there's none of that around, right, Derek? (laughs) No, there is none of that. You are not in a mine at the moment. But I have, I have, I'm I'm two-thirds there. Okay, so the question is, are we safe? (laughs) We are dead. We're safe for the moment. We're going... So, Brandon, Mm. Asharis just said, are we safe? A lot of the skeleton bones around you are dead. Do you want to do that thing where you can tell whether or not there's undead and creepy things all around you still? Mm, I think <laughs> I can only do it once per day. How long does it take to make the decision? Well, it depends on whether or not you have to expend a spell slot. Okay. No, it's a free thing. But you can only do it once. Well, so I then think you don't know, best. maybe. But roll me a d20. Who? Me? No, the other one. The other uh, A 12. Terrible. All right. He got it. He knew what I was talking about. A 12. With a 12. What's your religion? Uh, <laughs> Zero. That's rude. I don't know. I, I haven't picked one. I The one that we talked about. No, that's not what I mean. What is your bonus to religion? Do you get your proficiency oh. or anything? No. No, I don't have anything for religion. Is religion a wisdom thing? It's an intelligence thing, so I'm not super great at it. Does that mean zero bonus? Neg one bonus. Oh. <laughs> well, then we'll ignore that I asked. Hmm. With the 12, yeah, I'm going to say you don't know whether or not you're safe either. You're not sure with how much death you felt around you before if all the skeletons going away is sufficient to completely say that you are safe at the moment. You are still very much aware of the fact that you are deep, deep down in the Underdark. And the color has faded for some reason. Oh my god. I can, oh, it's still gone? I can check on Yeah, it's still black and white. Hmm. Even though we removed the portal. Alright, well, then I shall offer up this idea. You all can rest whilst I take the watch. Really? You don't have to rest... If you just eat the pies. We aren't eating the pies! So you don't get any spell slots back when you rest? It's just... It depends on whether or not you guys plan on sleeping down here, or if you plan on just recovering some health and getting on the move. Is the intention to actually take a a nap 
deep underground in the stronghold of your enemies? Well, I, I you don't know, think. they need some health. They gotta do what they gotta do. So you can take a short rest, which is one hour. You won't yes. recover spell slots, but you'll be able to roll hit dice to recover health. Or you can be on the move and eat the pies. I'm like saving these pies, you know. Like, saving them for what? You can't use them in combat. I don't know. You, you would use them now. I need to figure out a way to use them in combat. <laughs> Throw them at someone. I need a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on my arrow. <laughs> we can eat the pies and gain health. You can eat yes. the pies and gain health without having to rest. That's the point of the pies, is that you can just move on while eating pie in order to not have to take a rest. Those are good pies. I'm okay. Right? Brandon likes the idea of these pies. I thought it was a nice addition the pies, to the game. Let's move on because we got to catch the gray thing. That's the black thing that's leaving here. Oh, no, that's long gone. Oh. Why no? But he went through the door. <laughs> he went through the door. He did go through the door. We need to get through that door and see what's on the other side. The door is where you came from. He left the the, the throne room, this great hall, at the back of this Durgar fortress, and you don't know what happened after that. He went down the hallway? The way we came? Yeah, he headed back out the way you guys came. Oh my god. He left the fortress. He's out in the Durgar city and out into the Underdark somewhere. Anywhere. So, which way are we going to go, guys? Hmm. Well, are people eating pies? Well, uh, did we make that decision? How many pies? Asharis, do you want to have this discussion of what you guys want to do next and potentially offer up your pie to a Brandon who is not healthy, full health? He's got some blood on him, let's say. Yes. Because I think Brandon can have what? Brandon's can have like 70 health now. Uh, 57. Eh, Okay, 60 health. See, I have to give all the pies away. I could give him some medicine to make him feel better. <laughs> you could definitely give him one of your health potions. That is also an acceptable use of health potions. Yep. Is to be able to heal without having to take a rest. That way we could keep going. Okay. Let's do that. Okay, I'll drink one of those. How many health points do you get for the health potion? Now, I will point out that a health potion is usable in combat, whereas a pie is less usable in combat. All right, I'll just give him the... The uh, so wait, you're telling me I can hold both swords and take out the Tarnas? <laughs> no, I did not say that. I said it's much easier to put a sword away and pull out a health potion than it is to pull out a sword, pull out a whole pie, put, <laughs> and then consume that whole pie in the course of six seconds. I think he's making things up now. If we're in a pie eating contest, we might be. Basically, what I'm saying is we're not playing by Skyrim rules where you can eat 400 cheese wheels in order to regain all of your health instantaneously. I eat all the cheese. (laughs) All right. I'll give him a pie. Wait, how many pies does he need? You're up to 24 health points. Do you have it written down what a pie does or do I have to make something up on the fly? It says five health points for a pie. Okay. And I think there's three servings of pie there. So the pie is 15 HP. Oh, I didn't know that. So one pie is 15? I think so. I think that's why I broke it out. Okay, because I put five. It probably was five, but now you're many, many levels above level, what, two? When you got them, and five health was a lot. All right, I'll give you a pie. You get a pie. Hooray, I eat the pie. Consuming this pie will give you 15 HP. 15 HP? Yeah. Yeah, 15 
Oh, I thought you said five. It was five, but then I said there's three servings, so it's 15. The dungeon master is generous. And it also counts as a rest? No. No. We're not resting. You can eat the pie while you're going, and then you don't have to sit here and have me roll to find out whether or not some underdark creature comes to eat you. Wait, but but so it doesn't count as having taken a short rest? No, No, it does not count as taking one hour to sit here and see whether or not anything comes to eat you. It means you can stay on the move. Okay, so it's just a health potion then? Essentially, but it's a health potion that you can't use in combat. Okay. So use it now and be quiet. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Uh, Eat the pie. The pie's eaten. So you are are walking and consuming a pie. What do you want to do next? Okay, I'm going to give him some health potion here. No, he doesn't need health potion. Medicine? No, he doesn't need anything. He's done? He's good. Great. Right? Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I have 39 hit points now. I'm doing cool. pretty, pretty good. Excellent. I mean, we could use the health potion later if we need I'm saving everything I can. I think, I think Merlin bought pies, actually, if I remember. I'll cast a cure wounds on myself. To, like, Don't you need to save them. those spell slots in case of battle? Well, I still have, I'm still missing. He still could use 20 health. 18 health hit points I'm missing. But I think Merlin had a pie. I do have a pie. Ghostlinger, could you use a pie? No, I don't want to. She doesn't want a pie. She'd rather stay bloody in death. Uh, I rolled a five, so I gained eight hit points. So, as you are walking, Brandon consumes a pie. Do you remember what flavor your pie was? I think I got apple pie, because I like apple pie. Oh, that's the best pie. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Just likes blueberry pie. No, I was gonna say blueberry is a close second. Oh, pumpkin pie. I think Merlin's was a pumpkin pie. But blueberry is pretty good as well. So now that we've had a good discussion about which pie is the best pie, <laughs> and none of you mentioned pizza, I'm so ashamed of you all. Pizza <laughs> pie. Oh yeah, pizza pie. What is your next mission? What are you? What are you doing? What are, you, what are you going to talk about? What are you? You've you've scared away the Zabuza. You've defeated his guards. You've stolen his bracelet. What now? Uh, I want to check for magic in this cave. Okay, Merlin. It takes. Uh, do you have that as a spell prepared to cast, or uh, do you have the identify or magic? What is it? Identify magic spell that you can use as a ritual. I do have an identify magic spell. Okay, are you consuming a spell slot to do it, or are you doing it as a ritual? No, I'm doing it as a ritual. Okay, that takes ten minutes. So, while our our buddy Brandon Branderson eats his pie, Merlin decides he wants to check out this room for magic. Well, I, I check, I pick up dirt, I analyze it, I bring a rock from the wall, and I look at it, the glowing goes away, now the whole place is kind of drab and brown. I want to check for magic since we've got all these dead skeletons. All right. So, Merlin, you check for magic. You do all of those things that you said looking around for magic. And your ritual completes, and you notice near the throne there is a small glowing rune. What is with runes in this game? It's like a, a cubbyhole on the side of a, the cave. Is it, is it glowing like a... So imagine Ghost Slinger's anarchist symbol that she likes to wear on her hand. It doesn't look oh like this, God, then, right? Oh my God, it's not anarchist. 
No, it does not look like that. Ghostslinger, draw on the piece of paper your anarchist symbol that doesn't mean anarchy. That's not what it is. What? That's what uh, he's using it as a... It's on the side of the box right there. No, it's not. That's he's not it. He's using it as a, a... Don't draw it on yourself. I've got paper here. You're going to end up getting black all over the sheets at this hotel, and then you're going to have to buy sheets. Draw on there. It's okay. It's it's. I bought this just for this game. That's what it is, and it's not... That's that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the rune that's on the side of the uh, on the side of this this throne. Okay, that's the rune. Yep, okay. it's only it's only let's say hmm, about three inches tall, and only Merlin can see it because it's glowing in the magical spectra, and he cast his ritual so he could see it. Hmm. Wow. Merlin, roll a Arcana check. Roll me a d twenty plus your Arcana. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Okay, three plus three for your proficiency, plus your arcana, which I don't know what it is. What's your bonus for arcana? What is arcana? Magic. Oh. Should be on the first sheet at the very top, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, wait, that's strength at the very top. Maybe it's in the middle? Shars, help me. I'm looking. I don't I don't see it. It's where strength, intelligence, that's the one. Intelligence. It's intelligence. Intelligence plus three. What's your... Uh. All right, so it's four. Okay, four four plus three for proficiency in Arcana. Your three becomes a ten. Great. (laughs) It's not bad. Ten's not terrible. Could be worse. You haven't seen this symbol before, but the... Oh, you get to know the school of magic that it's from. Oh, dang it. Uh, not... uh, It's not a... Let's say it's an alchemy symbol. It's from this... The alchemy school of magic. Which makes you think that it may not be safe to touch it. It's it's hardly Poke bigger it than anyway. a speck. Poke it anyway. It's hardly bigger than a speck. I mean, I can see it, but... It's three inches tall. Yeah, it's small. How do I... De- I mean, Poke it anyway. I'm not going to... Poke it. Three inches tall is not small. Three inches tall is like the size of this four by six. No, that doesn't make any sense. It's like half the size of this four by six business card right here. Okay. Well, uh, I see it. How do I... What are you going to do with it? What am I going to do about it? Brandon, you see a Merlin who has been acting awful strange casting this ritual. And he is looking inquisitively at the throne of this Durgar Grand Hall chamber thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Merlin, what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to throw us... Uh, a bolt at it, lightning bolt, and see what happens. Oh no! A lightning bolt? Oh no! It's three inches big. Yeah, so you're gonna throw a lightning bolt at it? I'm Your most powerful spell? Damages everyone. Is there is there anything I can tell him about this? Like, no, you don't see it. You don't know what he's looking at. It just looks weird. Well, uh, wizard acting awful weird, doing this ritual thing, and then all of a sudden he starts staring intently at this thing, walking towards it inquisitively, maybe. <laughs> I, okay. I'm, right. I'm just kind of sitting here munching on my pie watching this. Right. I want to see where this goes. I have magic hands. Wait a second. I'm going to take my magic hands, which I can touch things with. You can. And pick it up. Remove it from the wall and see if it loses its power. It's 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 st- part of a stone chair. Like it's on a stone chair. I can't I can't move it. <laughs> Ashara's a ghost flinger starts spitting on it. <laughs> Let me tell my friend. Maybe I can pee on it. I don't know. 
So, I'm saying you can't move it, but that's not saying you can't interact with it. How far away are you when you send your mage hand at it? I am more than 15 feet away, so I need to uh, talk to my partners in crime here and see what they say. Hey, we are not criminals, I swear. That's just a saying. It doesn't mean... All right, ask them questions or something. Asharis, what do you think I should do about this glowing orb that you can't see? It looks like this. He draws it in the sand. <laughs> see, here's you, here's me, and here's Brandon Branderson. Mm-hmm. And I was going to use my magic hands to go over and try to pick it up, but I couldn't move it. Okay, so, so you- now I am telling everyone in our group, verbally and subsonically, what can I do with this rock that's glowing here? Does it have some kind of power? Maybe it just operated the skulls, kind of like a uh, remote uh, sensor. But we can't see it. But you can't see it. Only I can see it. Because I, I did a magic thing to... So what does everyone do when Merlin says, hey, come look at this thing you can't see? Yeah, I'm very... I'm looking. I mean... How close does everyone get? I, I'm just kind of humoring him because I think he's the senile old man. <laughs> Thank you. So how how close does everyone get? I need to know. It's important. Well, there's a magical thing here that's glowing, and I can see it. No one else can. It's magical. So I go pretty close to it. I mean, whatever he's pointing at. Okay. I'm going to stay 10 feet away. 10 feet and away. I, I feel like we're playing the prices right right now. I stay with the group. <laughs> 10 feet away. I stay within 10 feet of everybody. Okay. I'm going to put the... Uh, I'm going to try the usual things. A little water, a small kind of fire. <laughs> Derek, you're building this up like it's some kind of trap or something. I am not building this up at all. I'm just trying to figure out what he wants to do with it. Specifically, how many feet away to the big, glowing, scary thing do you get? That's clearly magical. Oh, my goodness. Could be dangerous. Well, look, I'm I trying have- to make up my mind now whether or not I want it to just be a fireball spell and incinerate you all. <laughs> I have. Potion. I am ten feet away. I have potion of fire breathing. I can levitate. I can. I can. Throw- Imagine there is a sign on the wall that says something that you can't read. What do you do with it? It might be a switch or a portal or a trap. You don't know. What do you do with it? Touch it. We're testing. That's what I'm doing right now. I already I heard touch it. Are you going to touch it? I used mage hands and tried to move it. It didn't move. No, you That's can't pick it up. You said you tried to pick it up. It is a stone chair that weighs 800,000 pounds. With a thing in is it. That, is that precisely how much it weighs? Exactly how much it weighs. 800,000 exactly. They carved it down with a machine to make it exactly 800,000 pounds. Dang it, I can only lift 700,000 pounds. It, and Mage Hand can actually lift 10 pounds, but there's well, nothing close. you can't get underneath of it. It's built into the floor. I understand. So okay. you, poke it you like didn't a- come back and say you poke it. You said you tried to pick it up. I was like, well, it's a chair. You can't pick up a stone chair with a Mage Hand. You can't even pick up a regular chair with a Mage Hand. All right. I'm going to uh, sprinkle some dirt on it. Okay, it is on the side of the chair. The dirt goes down the side of the chair and falls on the floor. Okay, that didn't work. I I spit on it already. That didn't do anything. 
my helpers are helping me here. I have some, uh, I have some holy water. Okay. I do. In the bag. Let's try the little holy water on there. You're going to consume the holy water by dumping it on this thing? Not all of it. How much of it? A handful. Okay, so half of it? Okay, half of it. How ominous is this thing, Derek? It's really not. It's a symbol on the side of a chair. Okay, I go and touch it. You can't see it. I touch where he pointed. Okay, you touch where he pointed. You take... Six damage. Five damage. (laughs) And a a small cupboard opens in the side of this stone chair. (laughs) A small cupboard? Yeah, like a little little small cubby cubby hole was magically sealed. I don't even get a reflex save? Nope, you touched it. Like how do you reflexively touch? How do you reflexively get away from the thing that just shocked you? I roll a twenty. Yeah, yeah but you can't because you can't precognitively know that you're going to zap. Yep. Was it electric damage? Yes. Did the, uh, do you did take the, double damage because you're wearing uh, metal armor? No, that's not how that works. That's how it works <laughs> if you get hit by a uh, uh, shocking grasp. We're trying to heal him back up. Now you're trying to kill him. Did uh, did the I'm, this is Merlin speaking here? Did the <laughs> did the glowing of the small orb diminish in any way? Yeah, it's gone. And now there's a hole in the side of the chair. And inside the hole in the side of the chair, Brandon Branderson is the first one to see a small pile of gold. Oh my god! Ooh! And Dang it. let's say. <laughs> <laughs> there's a necklace that is also gold and jewels a couple of gold rings awesome give me these things no i'm specifically not brandon branderson's closest to it and he sees it so give me these things i'm gonna scoop them before ghostlinger can get to them and then I, I'm like, I, like, I feel evenly. like they're the lost you know treasure of mercia Jewels of the um, of the royal family here. Is there anything special about the jewelry, or is it just jewelry? It's just jewelry. It's a total of fifty gold worth of stuff. Okay, uh, uh, including crown, the gold. The crown jewels. Yeah, the- including the gold. The uh, let's say the two rings are worth five apiece, and the necklace is worth ten, and then there's like thirty gold there. Write that down, uh, Brandon Branderson. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have a pencil. I give it all to Asharis. We'll distribute it. How much? 50? 50. Oh, wow. Hard to divide 50 by 3. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. You're the bank. Just like a Monopoly. <laughs> then I have all the money. You haven't run out yet. I'll just start pickpocketing. What? I'm very thrifty with the money. I'm that took bank. eternally longer than I expected. Now what do you guys want to do? We're going to continue on through the doorway, I think. Well, we can't get through the door. Are they going to let us back out? Was there a special knock? I forgot. That is a long way away. Does that mean you guys want to go back up now that you have completed your mission? Okay, so there's nowhere else to look for bad guys, right? Oh, you're in the Underdark. There's bad guys literally everywhere. Do you want to go look for them? No. Don't we need to clear the Underdark? We need to catch I mean, the, I think the Underdark is hundreds of miles. The Underdark is literally the size of the world just underneath the surface of the world. Everywhere so you go you, down, you can eventually go down deep enough to get into the Underdark. It's where the Balrog sleeps. You're saying if we go back, then the dwarves can go back to their minings? 
it would seem so, since the skeletons and stuff that came up out of the Underdark have now apparently all stopped locomotion, and they have gone back to being harmless dead bones. Okay, so long as they can go back to their mining, I will head towards the door. Let's go. Because that was the mission, guys. You guys are really deep down underground. But you head out the fortress, back along the path that you came along. It's really easy to tell where you came from because there's literally a string, a stream the whole way on the floor of all these bones. There's a few carts and stuff that didn't fall apart because they're just like wooden carts. But the the bone horses have fallen apart and all the skeletons have fallen apart. And occasionally you see like a a pick or something where a skeleton was carrying a pick along and disintegrated into bones. Oh, wait, is, is there anything in the cart that's, like, worth something? It's all gems and ore and stuff that was being delivered through that portal. Gems? <laughs> They're all unprocessed gems. The dwarves yeah. would have to, let's say, get all that stuff and turn it into something valuable. Okay, it's not worth anything. They're working on my ore for my... That's right. Okay. You find your way back to the big pile that you fell down onto after you went down the bucket ride. And because the skeletons are no longer locomoting, they're not moving no more, the big wheels aren't turning. And the bucket ride isn't going anymore. We're screwed. Power failure. We're screwed. Power failure. We climb up the bucket. We can't get back. We have to climb up somehow. So how do you want to overcome this problem? Well, Levitate. I feel like me being the uh, nimble uh, elf that I am, I would just jump up the buckets. I have a... That's what I just said. I have a rope and a grappling hook. We could go from bucket to bucket. So I think we've stalled long enough that this is going to put us into a skill challenge. Oh, <laughs> You don't like the skill challenge? We haven't done a skill challenge in a while. Look to the dice. Oh, God, Have no. you ever done a, challenge? Never done a skill challenge? He still hasn't done one, dude. Oh, and Merlin's never done a skill challenge. And I know that uh, Brandon Branderson's never done a skill challenge. So what a skill challenge is, for those of you that haven't done it, is you just tell me what you want to do with one of your skills. So, like, if you want to be really strong and use your strength to pull yourself up from bucket to bucket, you can roll your strength and pull yourself up from bucket to bucket. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. So everybody roll initiative. Initiative? Yep, we have to decide who goes first in this skill challenge. <laughs> uh, a 16. <laughs> worst roll! You have the worst roll! <laughs> well, it would appear I have rolled a 13 for myself, and I have rolled a 1 for Ghost Slinger. Oh, jeez. Why did you let her roll for you? Because I have to give her charger. It's, it's in the big part. You shouldn't have done that. You know better. I heard a 16 from Brandon. I heard a 1, or a 13 for Asharis. Yes. And a 1 for Ghost Slinger. I feel like that should count. And a 20 for me. Oh, oh look at that. Quiet. Did I turn Many my thing off? No, I hear you. Ooh. Ghost Slinger. Yeah, I can't hear anybody. Oh, I Why? hear you. Why'd you just change my name? Because I spelled it wrong when I was typing. All right, Merlin, you're up first. Oh, there we go. You're up first. How would you like to try and get up out of this 
dark hole that you're in. I have something I've been wanting to use. One of my spells. Is it levitate? It's always levitate. No, it's not levitate. Levitate is good, but this one is going to be... Because levitate just lifts me up one time. This is going to be... If it's not going to be fast feet, it's going to be grow... I have a grow potion. I'm going to use the grow potion to... Ruin our chances of getting out. Only you will get out because you'll knock the buckets off. Seriously? You're going to use it for this? I've been wanting to use this. But I feel like you would get really big and And knock the buckets off. No, stomp on monsters and be like awesome. Like you want in battle, you use it in battle. Get out of the hole. I have no defenses. But you could use like um. Yeah, Merlin. How dare you have a good idea? (laughs) It's not a good idea. The problem, the problem is that Ashara is just thinking of what she would do oh, with the get big potion. I can use this spell as many times as I want. Oh, you can? I thought it was a one time, one and no, done. It's, it's not a one time use. Like you, 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 you said, it was a grow it. potion. You drink it. Potion. It. It's a potion. I can use it once per game. That's not how potions work. Uh-oh. You drink it and it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, they're one-time use items. It's like a shot. Well, also, why you saving it for a emergency? Fast is also a... Uh, a potion. Potion. So it's a one-time done. I'll just take my grappling hook and climb. All right. Merlin is going to take his grappling hook and climb. Roll me a strength check to throw the grappling hook up. I have no, no strength. <laughs> you should have picked like something in your wisdom or intelligence section. I have no intelligence either. What? 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 That's not true. That's uh, your whole thing is intelligence. Three. I, I do have a lot of intelligence. You rolled a three. I rolled a three with my intelligence. Merlin swings around this grappling hook. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it, and he gets around like four times, and he just puts it down. <laughs> I like, need a charge uh, to throw my grappling hook for me. I can't even reach the next button. Winded. By the way, Derek, in real life, I was trying to throw sneakers up over the second floor railing. And I, could, I couldn't even reach the railing with the sneakers. And I, I just yelled at him and I was like, why are you throwing shoes up here? <laughs> they were wet shoes. I was trying to throw them to the second floor. Okay. Next in the order is Brandon Branderson. Brandon, how would you like to try and get up the thing? Mm, what do I have? Pretty much just have strength and handsomeness. I really didn't. Well, what does your handsomeness let you do in ways of... Um, of getting up the side of the cliff? <laughs> really not much. Well, like, you have spells and stuff from handsomeness. So, this is the other part of a skill challenge. Ghost Slinger is a ninja. D&D is not very ninja-based. So... When Ghost Slinger does a skill challenge, she can do things like disappear from one place and instantly reappear in another place. Because that's a thing ninjas can do. You're not limited by your skills. You're allowed to be a little bit of a storyteller. So if you want to do something with one, like related to a paladin ability, right, you're a paladin? She can teleport? Yeah, she can teleport. <laughs> Apparently. In challenge, yes. Okay. You don't remember, in a skill challenge once, Ghost Slinger was way over there about to get eaten by a crocodile, but she rolled an amazing stealth skill challenge check and 
Actually, that was a shadow clone of Ghost Slinger way over there about to get eaten by a crocodile, and she was over here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, it was a a snake. Oh, it was a snake. So it's flavor texting, but you still have to pick a role that you're good at. Yeah, it's it's flavor text for something cool that you want your character to do. So what cool thing would Brandon Branderson want to do to try and get out of this situation? I can't really think of much. That's what most people run into. So we got a, a trolley system that's busted, and we need to go up to the other ledge. It's still there, it's just not moving. So there's lots of stone, which you would know about stone, because you're a dwarf, you could do something with stone. There's pickaxes and stuff, you could like start climbing the wall with pickaxes, like rock climbers, and just start climbing your way up, like a uh, expedition. Can I, is the, can I see like... Uh, why it's broken like is the mechanism all smashed up or you suspect it's because all the skeletons that were turning the wheels up top are now bones instead of skeletons so they're not Uh, turning the wheels anymore and there's no crank here at the bottom do you want that to be your d20 roll seeing if there's a way that you can activate it from the bottom uh i mean it would be perception you can save us all okay (laughs) yeah sure i'll take a perception check (laughs) all right roll perception I'm going to use the actual dice rolling app because I think the other one rolls too high. That's a seven. Minus one. Minus one? <laughs> Why would you pick that skill? I, because I'm just looking at things. In fact, I, w- I was going to use like investigation or something, but whatever. You can do investigation instead. What would your plus to your seven be? Minus one. <laughs> 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 How about I insight? See. Then it would be plus two. <laughs> oh I my see gosh. And it, so that would be a nine. Is that better? Alright, Asharis, it looks like Brandon is is flailing around trying to figure out how you're gonna get up through this hole. What do you want to do? Pondering. I see why this is a skill challenge. <laughs> so I shall use my animal handling skills to do what? <laughs> sea turtles. <laughs> <laughs> With rope. Sea turtles. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that there's... Oh, wait, there's those uh, toad things are in here. Wait, what? Toad from Mario? Well, no. No, those things aren't in here. So those do I know aliens. what the mechanism looks like up there that makes it go? Is it a big spinny round thingy? It's yeah, one. it's one of them big, like... I forget what they're called. Like a big ship... Ship Sponson? Like, you remember the wheel that you would use to winch around rope on a big pirate ship? Yeah, like the pirate was doing today. So I need a big creature. A big creature. So you're going to try and tell a thing to get up there and then start spinning the thing for you so that you can can do it? Well, I was in hopes that there was some sort of, like, brake lever mechanism that would release it. Oh! Oh, that's actually smart, because one side of these is full of stuff, and the other side is empty. Oh, very good. Excellent. So if the ratcheting mechanism was released, it would suddenly throw a bunch of stuff uh, down here, and then it would fling a bunch of stuff up. We could all get on one bucket, and that could happen, and we could all ride up one time. Yes. All right. That sounds like a good idea. What do you want to do? do to try and do that like to check and see if this is possible 
Well, I'm going to use an animal to see if there's that thing up there. Okay. I need to tell the, the rats or the toads. Maybe the toads are better. I need to talk to the toads and s- ask them to go up there because they're very small. They can climb up their little rope. All right. I like this. It's a combination of animal messenger and animal handling. Roll me an animal handling check. Wait, don't you have a teleporting dog? I mean, you couldn't think of something for yourself. <laughs> you ruined my idea. But you're going to poo-poo her idea? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like... I mean, I'm about to ride up this rope like it's save everyone. <laughs> and you, you rain on my parade. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying you're 16. picking an animal. 16. 16 plus animal handling stuff? Yeah. Plus two wisdom. So 18? Yeah. 18 is good. Asharis, you poke around in the dark down here for a little bit, and you manage to find, let's go with a small mouse instead of a rat. You find a mouse. It's like about to dart into a hole, but you manage to coax it over with, I don't know, what cool thing, a leftover crumb of pie from in your bag. Mm -hmm. And... You, it comes over, and you uh, rangerly talk to it and tell it what you want it to do. So you tell it that you want it to go up to the top and look around at the mechanisms up there and see if it can find a way to release the buckets so that they'll all fall, and then the other ones will all go up, and it will give you a ride up to the top. So you place this mouse onto the rope that's going up, and the mouse disappears and heads up to the top. And he will be back in a bit. Ghost Slinger! Yes, what? What do you do? I do a thing. (laughs) Aha, very descriptive. So Asharis has explained that this mouse is going to go find out if there's a way to release the the winch mechanism up top. And it's going to sling the buckets all the way up. So you guys need to get into a bucket. That's your goal. What do you want to do? Get into a bucket. (laughs) Yeah, get into a bucket. (laughs) All right, roll me dexterity to get into a bucket. Okay. Wait, is it not just to have like a little opening? It's a 19. Ghost Slinger runs up the side of this mound of like stones and ore that were being dropped off from these buckets that are hanging down from like over top. And she bounces off the cave wall and then springs over into the bucket. Hmm, what are we looking at? I can't see it either, so. I don't know, can you see that there? Yeah, that's a bunch of buckets. But you gotta lose the mechanism at the bottom. There's no mechanism at the bottom. They're free-floating. Which is what makes it hard to get into the buckets. Ghost Slinger is in a bucket. She looks down from overhead. So they're floating like like those sky buckets at Disney? They're very much so like the sky buckets at Disney. Or Star Wars, I suppose. And I mean. just, there just isn't one near... No, like, the, the, the closest part. they come is the top of that pile of rubble that they were dropping down. So you guys oh. need to get up to the top of the pile of rubble and into one of the buckets. And they're up a bit from the top of that thing, which is why Ghost Slinger had to do her cool ninja move of kicking off the wall and then jumping into the bucket. Yes. I like it. So Ghost Slinger was successful. See, it's full of rocks on this side. There's the lever. There has to be two, right? No, they, they go like, think of like a, um... It's not up? Mm-mm. It's sideways. Yeah, like a. Uh, it's most. Like a, it's mostly up. Like a cable that? car. Oh, he says it's mostly up. It's mostly up. But they are like cable cars, but they go these, up. These buckets go up. 
So, Merlin, you are next. How do you want to get into these buckets now that Asharis' mouse friend is going to go find out if it can release the thing? Like a cable car. Like a zip line. Okay, zip line it is. Yeah, like a zip line. So they're up in the air, and we can't get into them. Easily. You can totally get into them. Ghostslinger's in one. You just jumped up the rocks to get in there. Okay, let's do that. What? Do you have some sort of athletic skill that you can jump up there? I have levitation. Okay. Merlin, roll me an arcana check. <laughs> I swear I brought these. I haven't tied to the damn thing. Oh no. Third. 18! 18? Is that including all the stuff? I don't know what stuff I have. Arcana, which is your intelligence plus three. Intelligence is plus four. Plus three, so seven. So you're 18 plus seven. That's a lot. You start to levitate up into the sky. And because you did so good, you managed to levitate up another person. Brandon is coming along with you. And the two of you together float into the air. Oh, hooray! <laughs> All right, I can lift Woo! Asharis, you're the only one left on the ground. Oh, wait, no, wait. Yes, you are the only one left on the ground. Brandon's flying in the air. Brandon, you're flying in the air with Merlin. What are you going to do in order to get into this bucket? Uh, do I have control of my like my direction? You narratively have control of the entire universe right now. What do you want to do? Oh, I float up into that bucket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you use one of your skills to make that happen? What's my best skill? Um <laughs> Well, obviously, since you're a paladin, it's your charisma. Am I proficient? No, actually, my strength is uh, one plus higher. Am I proficient at strength? Yes. (laughs) Am I really? Like, just regular strength? Yes. For the purpose of a skill challenge, it would be one of the things next to strength, which is going to be probably acrobatics or... Athletics. Athletics? It would be athletics. You'd use athletics for strength. Okay. I'm not proficient in any strength-based things. Why is strength your best thing if you're not proficient at it? Because I hit things. Which is, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it just didn't come, like, it didn't shake out that way. with the. Didn't roll that way, huh? That's fine. You built your character to not be a skill challenge professional. That's great. Actually, why do I have medicine? Oh, I think it's because I made him a healer. Brandon, how do you go about getting there? You narratively have control of the entire universe. If you just want to say, I swim over there, roll me a d20, and you swim over there using your massive strength. I, yeah, that's what I do. I flex, and I just, like, I do a pose off, and then I... <laughs> I mean, I don't know how strength is going to help me, <laughs> but it's the only thing I have. Well, I like the idea of you posing, because it's kind of charisma and strength-based. So, like, you fling your hips to one side and you start to move that direction and then you just do it over and over and over again until (laughs) as you flex and pose you're just constantly moving that direction until you're over the bucket roll me a d20 an 11 an 11 plus what's your strength modifier plus four so we're gonna say that's a 15 you manage to flex your way through the air over above this bucket that is eagerly awaiting to swallow you up. And then I, I get in that. Yep, you and Merlin both drop down out of the air into the bucket. Effortlessly. All right, we did it. Of course. Everyone's in the bucket, except for Asharis. Asharis, how do you get into the bucket? Oh, 
Well, I so, shall use my perception to determine where the bucket... The, I mean, the bucket doesn't just come along. It dumps the rocks out. Yes. It comes, it comes down and then dumps the rocks and then it starts to go up the other side. Okay, so it's still a ways away. Hmm. All right. Also, you have a mouse that you can use if you want to talk to your mouse and he'll tell you what's up or you could just focus on getting in the bucket or like because you we can you can just be in the bucket if you want to do something with the mouse again or some other thing to make it happen what if i use my stealth to just appear in the bucket uh no one will see me i'll just stealthily i'm there a magic plug <laughs> I, I don't know how this works <laughs> uh, you don't really have a reason to be stealth though what about just your dexterity? Do what? Uh, do a dexterity thing? Because isn't stealth dexterity based? Yes, stealth that is the one that I dexterity have. Dexterity. Based. I know. Oh, have. you're trying to get the extra plus three on your roll. I see. I mean, I could use nothing. Athletics, but I only get plus one. Doesn't your uh, you're in the same situation as Brandon Branderson, not getting any bonus to strength because he doesn't have. The mm-hmm. uh, thingamajiggy. Roll me acrobatics. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a d20. 20! Wow, nice. Asharis runs up the side of the thing of rocks that were being dropped down from above, and she leaps to the wall and then over into the bucket and catches a mouse that's falling out down out of the air at the same time. You are a very special individual. And you guys all hear as this little mouse starts squeaking at Asharis. And Asharis, you hear, Yeah, yeah, I think I can. I think I think there's a lever up there. If I push the lever real hard, it, it should release. And then all these buckets will go flying up into the air. All right. Sounds semi-dangerous, guys. <laughs> but it's you may want to put your seatbelt on, Merlin. Oh, my God. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> all right. You're going to ask me next week what happened. I'm going to tell you. Tell you all. <laughs> you went on a bucket ride with a bunch of rocks. There you go. <sighs> okay. What do you tell the mouse to do? This is outside the skill challenge. He says he can do it. Are you guys ready to go? Are you ready? We're all in the bucket. Are you ready? Yes. Are you sure? I'm only semi-sure that, that this is not dangerous. Are you sure? The mouse climbs up the rope again. He says, hold on, you guys. It'll take me a little bit to get back up to the top. But make sure that you're paying attention. <laughs> so he disappears up the rope again. He goes climbing. This time, he d- you don't you hope he doesn't fall because he, he was falling as he came down to meet Asharis. But it takes a bit. You don't hear anything for a while. And then all of a sudden, there's a, a clunk from overhead. And then all of a sudden, the buckets on the far side just start plummeting down and you guys start lifting up real fast like Superman shooting into the sky. Mm-hmm. Ghostslinger, mm-hmm. you are in buckets that are shooting upwards at an incredible rate of speed. <laughs> I am better than this speed. Yes, it's going to go fast, I'm telling you. You can see above, some of the torches are still lit from where the skeletons were working in the mines. It's that point of light in the distance is growing bright very quickly. What are you going to do to not die when you hit the top? Uh-oh. Jump off. Jump off. <laughs> you going to dexterity it up? 
Yes. What do you What do you want to do narratively? How do you want to make the story interesting? Like, <laughs> just just kind of like a dive, but just like you don't go down, you go forward. Oh, I see. Like a dive and roll. Dive and roll, yes. Basically. All right. Ghostslinger is going to dive and roll. She's going to time this perfectly so that when you guys get to the top, she jumps off to the side and doesn't go splat. Roll me a d20. Go splat. It's a 14. Plus four, plus three. That's like 21. That's plenty. You do that. You go flying out the top of this chamber and then dive over and roll and stand up and strike a little smirky pose. Yes. While the rest of your party all kind of lands in a heap next to you. But they're all okay. I'm more special than you guys. Wait, that was my plan was to like Superman and nimbly leap out and all right roll me a d20 i'm more special huh roll me a d20 yeah i rolled a four <laughs> your party all lands in a heap next to you <laughs> <sighs> and you see this little mouse sitting on this big lever that he just tilted so that you guys would come shooting out of the depths and he says all right goodbye <laughs> thank you little mouse and then he runs off and goes down the hole brandon there is a big hole leading to the Underdark in the middle of the minds of your people, where some skeletons appear to have been stealing a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. Do you want to try and seal this up, or do you want to just report it back to your people and you got your your uh, your dwarven compatriots can try and figure out a way to safely seal it? Uh, I think they would want to know about it. Uh, because maybe we could go down there and explore further and try to figure out more about how this happened and who may be behind it. Oh, by the way, all the all the color is back. Mm-hmm. All right. When you guys get back up this top. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave that for them. I mean, I, I, is there even a way that I could seal it? How big is this hole? I don't have any explosives. It's a pretty big hole. Uh, Marlin has been looking for the stuff to make explosives, so potentially between the two of you, you being a dwarf and him being a magic man might be able to do something like that. Narratively. I don't have any, any capability of making explosives. No, you don't, but you're a dwarf. So, you know, stone natively, all dwarves know everything there is to know about stone. And he's after a particular kind of stone. Is there an explosive stone? Yes, there is. Is it Flint? Salt Peter. Oh, yeah, this is actually a saltpeter mine. Uh, all the walls. Are- <laughs> yeah, the entire thing's explosive. If you blow it up down here, all of Aberdeen will be gone. I look around to see if I can find some saltpeter real quick. Come on, hey. 20. Saltpeter mine. Uh, it's not a 20, but it's a 17. Do I find any saltpeter? A 17. Merlin, roll me a d20. 14! So, Brandon. And the 14 plus the 4 plus the 3. Brand and the 17 plus the dwarf? The two of you manage to go looking in this mine. And you find some barrels that the dwarves had left handy down here. That the skeletons were not using. Those barrels are full of the components that you would need in order to set off a chain reaction and plug up the hole down into the... Are these... The Underdark. Are these barrels bright red, like in a video game? 
and they say explosive on it. <laughs> They're not actually used as explosives. They are, uh, let's say there's there's some some lamp oil. There's some other flowers, really flammable, but that's all flammable, not explosive. Let's say there's enough mundane stuff that's not a bomb, but if you add some magic to it, it becomes a bomb. So no, they're not all red like in a video game. Aww. No one makes all red barrels like in a video game. That's just for video games. You're gonna MacGyver it, give him some chewing gum and a, uh, a, a clothespin and he'll have a bomb. And some spell components and then Merlin straps a uh, an explosive rune on the outside of it and you guys reconvene at the hole. Plugging up the drain. I have fire breathing. You're going to breathe fire on it? I'm just... Well, as you guys are standing at the precipice of this hole, you can see from down below you a... Let's call it a worm, but it's not like a worm. It's more like a lizard snake thing that is crawling up towards you quite quickly. Oh, how big is it? Big enough to be scary. Can we, like, surprise it real quick? Yes, you absolutely can surprise it. There's some barrels sitting right in front of you. That'll be a very nice surprise. <laughs> Boom! Wait, can I brave heart them? Do we have, like, a fuse or something? Like, I don't... Merlin is a magic man that can throw fire from his hands. Okay. Well, he'll have to time it. And he can set a, he can set a spell to go off in a certain amount of time. He can set that as a condition on the on the side of the barrels. So we're just waiting for his turn? Is that the deal? No, no. We're, you guys you guys have beaten the skill challenge. This is just the gravy on top. I'm trying to get you the opportunity to do something really cool. I just said I was going to braveheart those barrels. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant to try and, like, diplomatize the lizard. No, you meant to braveheart the barrels. What do you mean, braveheart the barrels? I'm going to use my flaming arrow to explode the barrels. Like. How- how did you get, I'm going to, like, talk to the lizard out of, I'm going to Braveheart it. <laughs> Haven't you seen Braveheart? Our freedom. I was thinking dances with wolves, not Braveheart. Shut up. Leave me alone. Uh, you're cute. She's a ranger. I didn't get the, the start of men in tights with the flaming oh. arrows from that. <laughs> to be fair, Tippy, I thought that meant you were going to moon the lizard, because that was awesome in Braveheart. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, that was the only part of Braveheart I could remember. <laughs> so, Asharis turns around and moons the lizard, while Brandon Branderson Sparta kicks these barrels off the side of this little platform and into the depths. And all of you run like crazy. This As is- Merlin says, it's going to be a big one! It is going to be a big one, all right? Run for your life! And you guys all run for the uh, for that little passage that you first came into when you came into this chamber, and the room behind you is filled with a gargantuan explosion that echoes throughout the chamber, and flames come shooting past the doorway that you, or the the entrance to the mine shaft that you're in as the barrels explode and the rocks start to cave in all around it, blocking off the passage into the underdark. All right. You're pretty sure that they felt that one up top. Mm. Yeah, and the worm is dead. You can only presume, but a world fell down on top of its head, so probably. At any rate, the creatures of the Underdark will have a lot harder time getting up this high now, now that there's not a direct path. 
and somebody has to knock on the wall so we can get out. We need to spray like a red X or something. Mm-hmm. Don't go that way. <laughs> Worms inside. <laughs> danger, danger. You guys continue along. You go up through the uh, the minecart passage that you went through before where you found some gemstones that weren't uh, too rough to be of any value. You found some stuff there. You come back to the area with the bridge where you crossed over with all of the halfway houses for the dwarven miners. And you see those little lanterns again, the little magic stones that Merlin broke one of. It's still flickering over there. As you guys make your way back towards the big gate that Aberdeen had closed. Ghost Slinger, you seem to remember telling them something about a secret knock. The secret knock, Ghost Slinger. <laughs> she knocks on the door. <laughs> Somebody knocked on the door. And the door starts to open up real slow, like raising up. You see light pouring in underneath it. Awesome. And very, very slowly, the city of Aberdeen is revealed before your eyes. And you see, the first person you see on the other side is Rofane. Romaine sounds like a lettuce. <laughs> Romaine. That's, it's funny because that's exactly what he looks like. Sorry about that. This lettuce. He's an onion knight. <laughs> <laughs> he opens his arms wide and says, Welcome back. I assume this means that you were successful down there. About an hour ago, we felt some rumbling. I was hoping it was either you or the end was nigh. <laughs> you were hoping for that? Well, I was hoping it was either you or the end. I was hoping for you, obviously. So anyway, Rofane says hello, and you guys are back in Aberdeen. I think we will call it there. You have some stories to tell, I think, of uh, what was going on in the Underdark next week. Hmm. Also, Asharis. Yes? You're carrying this this thing. The Breath of Doom! Yeah, you might, you might tell them about that, too. Or maybe you won't. I don't know. It's up to you. Bracelet of Doom. The next Warcraft. Well, uh, Amulet, artifact. What time is it where you are, Derek? Uh, it is eight o'clock here. I know it's only it's only six o'clock there. Two hours earlier, right? No, he's only one hour. It should only be eight o'clock. About to be eight o'clock. Well, we're in California, so I think it's two hours different from us. Yeah, it's uh, what time is it there? It's six o'clock here. Oh wow, it's nine here. Yeah, yeah, they're ready to play D&D for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, we were expecting to go on, but it's okay. I'm going to go take a shower get ready for dinner. Yeah, I'm sorry. I could continue, but I would be really winging it, and I don't want to diminish no. what comes next. I, I was just thinking of you at work, sitting there, diligently working on rockets and, and uh, fantastic things for space, but in your mind you're saying, what can I do for D&D tonight? <laughs> Post notes. Stick it to your forehead. That is uh, pretty much exactly what I did when uh, when Tiffany decided to tell me, "Oh no, we're we're going to be home in time for D and D, so uh, you better be ready." And I'm like, "I am not ready." Well, I said, "If, if I'll be back. you're ready, look at these right. space space pillows. They're like a galaxy back there. Isn't that neat?" Yeah. Last summer, they went on a tie dye rampage at his mom's house. So, yes. like, everything was tie-dye colors. Mm. Yes. Those so. are actually space. Hey, it's me from the future again. 
Just wanted to remind everyone, if you want to see all the pictures and stuff from Merlin's journal, check out the D&D Tonight website. And we'll see you next time on D&D Tonight.